Well, hello. Welcome to yet another exciting episode of Millennialomics, the podcast. On here, we answer the question generation Y. You get? You follow? Ah, Cubins. And now, your host, Winfred Amisi. Hola, hola, unapologetic millennials and amigos. How has the week been? And... Uh, are you still alive and safe? I hope so, definitely. And uh, happy new month. Well, um, I'm such a weirdo, so I'm, I'm this type of girl who has to like <laughs> wish people a happy new month, a happy new week. God, I wish I could even tell people happy new day every day instead of good morning because yeah, um, that weird. So happy new month. I hope June is kinder to you all and oh my god, time is flying. What happened? Okay, what is happening? Just the other day it was March and we were starting all this uh physical distancing and and stuff and the coronavirus and it has been 3 months already. Oh my god, I feel like Ugh, the next time I blink and open my eyes, it will be 2025 or maybe I will be old and gray and God, it is so scary. Anyways, I hope y'all are doing amazing and you're in good humor and cheer and yeah, I hope June is better to each and every one of you. Um, Last week, we talked about millennialomics, the pronunciation, and about reopening of the economies and all that stuff. And thanks a lot, you guys, for listening to that episode. And just a reminder, all the episodes are available on whichever platform you prefer to listen to your podcast. So go on there and keep enjoying and supporting your girl. FYI, by the way. Some of y'all are still struggling with the pronunciation of millennialomics, so I, I won't. I won't even. By the way, just call it what you want. It's fine, <laughs> as long as you're listening. So, having said that, we are gonna be talking about something that has been happening for decades now and has been talked about over and over and over again. We actually now sound like broken records and uh, yo, police brutality and especially in the lines of systemic racism and most recently just brought a very dark cloud all over the world because no, the black Americans and the poor people have continued to suffer in the hands of the police who are supposedly they are protectors and as ironic as it sounds civilization is ubiquitous but we are still fettered by the chains of race and social classes and and what a better time i mean during a global pandemic you've got to be kidding me last week we watched a very disturbing video from minneapolis that unfortunately ended into the fatal and brutal death of George Floyd. And quite frankly, I couldn't 
bring myself to watch the video to the end but what really vexed me out was the fact that this cop did this without batting an eye in full glare of cameras and in broad daylight for 10 minutes despite the subject crying or begging for his life and the fact that wait there were other cops around him who stood there and watched him suck the life out of this helpless man so obviously this has spiked a lot of reactions worldwide with protests ongoing all over and getting even more brutal by the day what i can't quite wrap my mind around however is who strips off the conscience of the police when they get into office i mean who made them the judge jury and executioners of everything they come across because even just looking closer home this has happened for a very very long time with immense rights during the lockdown and the curfew commencement i mean we all saw what happened in mombasa on the first night of the curfew taking effect and was that called for or is it some sort of fetish where they are only thrilled when other people suffer or what is all this i mean this incident alone has been preceded by so many other cases of police brutality which some have ended fatally i mean we have lost six and counting perfectly healthy and innocent people to police brutality since the coronavirus invaded our spaces and this does not make sense and we cannot look the other way anymore whether it has happened to you directly or not because we let this get any more deeply rooted then it's only a matter of time and then it will be you and i the provisions of the law are actually very concise on section 61 of the national police service act and uh, on the sixth schedule of the same act and some of its highlights are one non-violent means shall always be used as long as they're effective two all non-violent means may only be used to necessary extents and have to be proportional to the objective to be achieved three firearms may only be used saving lives and self-defense not for intimidation dispersion of crowds or shooting fleeing suspects four all use of force has to be documented and opened for internal police investigation it is in the law in black and white unless the police are reading from a different script and so how do you explain to the parents of a 13 year old hussein moyo that what killed their son was in actuality a stray bullet 
that was meant for a fleeing suspect and not their son? How do you expect Ekodida and his wife to understand that Ekodida will just spend the night in police custody because he ran late from a frantic run in the attempt to secure medicine for his wife? And oh, what do you tell Samuel Miner who is now noseless because he was 13 minutes beyond the curfew time? I mean, it caused him his nose. And this other guy who was shot dead uh, when he was trying to get medicine for his mother, I think. I mean, how do you expect the common man to understand that the police was just doing their work is their work also part of wiping out the population because the last time i checked that was all darwinian and do you sense a pattern here because i do this is only happening to the poor and helpless people i mean isn't it clear enough now that if you're not white or not rich, then you rank at the bottom, like bottom of the barrel worthless so much you deserve to die for being at the right place at the wrong time or having your hands at the wrong place. And quite frankly, we have to end this uh, class supremacist and white supremacist was so it's about the time we all stood up against this because again clearly most of these governments don't do much in terms of bringing accountability or responsibility to the people who are perpetrators of the same vices so it means we have to stand up and against them whatever it takes whether you're white whether you're black whether you're rich whether you're poor whether it's happening to you or not it is about time because presidential apologies won't quite cut it and orange man's twitter runs ugh, won't even go down that rabbit hole right now but thing is we need to start seeing people and especially the cops be accountable and responsible for their actions and uh, not just transfers or suspensions because that's how we keep feeding the monster and that's how this continues being a vicious cycle in our system so stand up and be counted speak up let your voice be heard and let's change this narrative one voice at a time one action at a time otherwise uh thanks a lot for sitting with me once again and for your continuous support please stay safe and sane and of course remember to support someone or two if you're in a position to do so so that's about it for today's episode and uh, hopefully catch you in the next one ciao adios Love and light.